Uh, time for me to warn you that it is possible that in the course of the next hour and 55 minutes or so you may hear some rough language or be introduced to uh, concepts you find unwholesome. If you fear that this is a possibility, clearly you should be listening to something else. The major threat to the world today, communist imperialism. Communist imperialism, one of those things that contradicts itself. Is there a word for that? No, not really. No, I don't think so. What is it? What is it? What, 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 what the what? What, what, <laughs> what, 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 what does imperialism mean, Gary? Uh, so imperialism is when they are essentially like the British Empire, sort of like spreading your doctrine around the world and conquering other states and creating an empire. Oh, well, communist imperialism then makes, like, it makes actual sense. That's what, the... what do I know? Go to school. Go to school, people. <laughs> so they attract... You too could be educated like Gareth, mate. Oh, well, I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure like me. Because um, I'm so well-educated. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, it's called Imperialist Monsters, so it's not even Soviet Soviet imperialists, but it is from an album called The Soviet Tape by uh, Fulgianza and DJ Scientist from the record label First World Records. I like that a lot. It's also, if you see the record, it's got really great sort of graphic design on it as well, just like really nice artwork. It is beautiful. I've got it in my hands right this second, and it's like really thick card as well. It's a very nice thing to hold. Yeah, exactly. You know, well, you know me, like I really do love my like well-printed physical objects. And yes, and this, is, and this is one of them. Um, yes, yeah, so it's a record that's based on samples from vintage Soviet vinyl records. Um, so yeah, from records from Russia, Moldova, Ukraine, Georgia, Lithuania, Latvia, and other former communist Soviet states, which I think there is a subtle difference there. Um, one is communist imperialism and the Soviet state was one big place. Thank you very much. I, think. I feel I feel educated and not just in music. I, d- I don't feel it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel it. Well, welcome to another independent music podcast. Thank you for tuning in again. Can yep. I have you an hour of good music? Yes, the, the weekly podcast where we put music to excite and delight each other and hopefully you. Indeed. Um, and I'm going to open with a track from Gazelle Twin. Uh, she's, um, a, well, was a Brighton-based artist, but moved up to Nottingham now. Um, uh, released on her own label, Anti-Ghost Ray. I think sounds about right. And um, anyway, she played, I wasn't that familiar with her first record, but her second album, Unflesh, was an absolute stormer. Uh, I put her on a few times. Uh, dark, heavy electronics, sort of like some sort of, it's sort of, even more sort of English fever ray, something along that those lines. And um, she was commissioned to do a cover of uh, Brian Wilson's uh, Love and Mercy for the Walking Dead finale, which is quite a big deal, really. So nice yeah. one, Elizabeth. It's a great finale as well this season. I haven't seen any of them, I have to say, but I like zombies. I can get behind that. So here is this gazelle twin, Love and Mercy. I was sitting in a crummy movie with my hands on Oh, the violence that occurs seems like we never win. Love and mercy, that's what you need tonight. So love and mercy to you and your friends tonight. I was
to play some gazelle twin because she's brilliant and so i thought i'd play a new one that like because this is like, like just like this week come out but actually in my opinion her own music is better um like uh, if you so check out check out unflesh it's a goodie much bit much more electronic more industrial heavy yeah no, no it's lovely i mean it's uh coincidental because this very morning i received this uh gatefold lp of the Walking Dead soundtrack in the post. It doesn't have that track on it. It's uh, Volume 1, which suggests that... Um, this might be on Volume 2. <laughs> yeah, or maybe later. I, I don't know. But opening this up is Jamie Uncommons. Really? Your, your oh, good mate. My, my, my old mate. And um, haven't heard... I see that he did quite well for himself, and then I sort of just didn't didn't hear from him for a bit. But I think he's I think he's, he's signed to a big label. He's sort of got big plans for him or something like that. Oh, wicked. Well, yeah, Space Labs. You actually asked me um, before, like, what the label was called. Space Labs. They, they seem to do all the AMC stuff. They did some Breaking Bad releases earlier this year. Um, I suspect it's something to do with the network. Because oh, I don't think... That, I can't think of anything else they've released. But, yeah, very good. What have you got next, Roscoe? I have something uh, latest release from Type Records. Uh, in fact, it's, I think it's out this week or maybe last week, sometime around now. Uh, this is Not Checks.
So that is Nochex. That's how I'm going to pronounce it anyway. I'll, I'll go for it. Yeah, that's uh, weird and brilliant. Yeah, so the track is called Stinson Fish. It's from his third LP, uh, which is called Plot Defenders, out on type around about now. If it's if not now, then in the next week or two. Yeah, I don't even know what genre that is. If any independent music podcast listeners would care to enlighten me, then let us know on independentmusicpodcast.net. Yeah, well, I... Um, I'm very uh, keen to say that we're kind of non-genre, so we don't do genres. So if it, if oh, we can't yeah. even identify the end, the only reason I ever say that I don't really do genres is because I've got no idea how to classify things in genres. Yeah, it's like it's just in the in in the club world, it's in the electronic world. It seems like genres are as important as ever, though. This mm-hmm. like people are incredibly tribal about like. I only into like minimal deep house or something, but I hate all the other kinds of house. <laughs> only deep house. Yes, it's, it's like, oh, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, that's sort of a, yeah, tribal nature's never really been my thing. And if you listen to and enjoy this podcast, I'm suspecting you're not into that either. Yeah, because obviously there's a, a real load of variety <laughs> of what type of music you might hear. And this, this podcast is no different since we've had a sort of like a ballad, some sort of Soviet breakbeat and some electronic what? music that I can't identify. Yeah, yeah. Uh, d- yeah. Fact magazine um, <laughs> described it as dotty four by four variations, which probably sounds about right. Well, we'll we'll take that then, I guess. We'll go for that. Um, what have we got? Um, it's we're recording this on Saturday, the twenty fifth of April. Ages uh, before it goes. Yeah, up. and uh, I'm going to Desert Fest later, sort of the stoner rock metal festival for in Camden and there's a there's an anomaly on the lineup shit and shine shit and shine uh used to be like sort of like eight drummers and electronics and they were pretty heavy sort I've of definitely rock. seen them with more than eight okay <laughs> I saw them yeah I saw them at supersonic festival in oh must have been like 2003 2004 something like that and they had at least 20 they had that it's main... one of those ones when they get booked on a great festival like that yeah. they just get in all their mates on drums that was it they had um they filled up the stage and then they filled up half the uh, crowd as well on the main stage at Supersonic. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. Couldn't have been 2004, was it? Supersonic wasn't even going in 2004. No, no yeah. It's got to be like 2009 or something. Yeah, but, but the year they were playing. They were playing really early. They were the first thing. I'd never heard of them before and I walked in and it was the first thing that was on. It was maybe yeah. like two in the afternoon on the Saturday. Racing. It was, <laughs> it was incredible. I was just like stood there mesmerised. But. Yeah, um, so he did. So he's one of those artists that's incredibly prolific, Craig Klaus. Um, he's done loads of albums and loads of different styles, but his last four or five have been quite electronic. And he, he's one of those ones. It's like, a, you know, I've got a thing. It's like when people want try to make dance music who've never been to a club, and they think they're making this really. They're like, oh yeah, man, we're like a dance band, you know. Um, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, it's not. It's not really that dancey, though, is it? Like, can you, can I imagine actually like a club actually going off to this? Not sure. But he, then he said he did this album on Diagonal. He did an album, I think he self released one. All sorts of labels, and this is released on the very fine Rocket Recordings, mm-hmm. and it's sort of a slightly rocky again, but it's pretty weird, and I'm not quite sure what the metalers are going to make of it. So, what you think of this?
ever brilliant, ever varied, ever weird shit and shine. It's going to be amazing when that goes off in the club. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yep, I, get, I think it's going to get some stoner dance music, some 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 stoner dance music in Camden. So yeah, got got two hours and twenty minutes. So finish this, get up there, watch some shit and shine. Who else am I looking forward to today? Bong, Bong are playing. Sleep tomorrow. Sleep tomorrow. Yeah, I hate God. What, try to catch a bit of them. You hate you hate God. I hate God. Oh right, okay. <laughs> no, um, to be honest, I like I'm not particularly a metalhead uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing some bands that I don't know yeah well this is the thing it's like going to Supersonic which we mentioned before it's you know you go to these festivals and you always find amazing bands that you'd never heard of before just because you're outside of the circle you might usually yeah, exactly. listen to stuff in right, exactly I recognise the name maybe but have I ever seen them or listened to much of their music nothing so that's it that's what I'm looking Desert Fest to um, to uh, with loads of really drunk men probably in lots Camden, of, lots of lots of men, big hairy men. <laughs> I'm sure there's yeah, plenty of. Uh, actually, I was going to say I'm sure there's plenty of ladies there as well. There's not going to be. <laughs> there's not going to be. It's a bloody metal festival. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, like, maybe, maybe a few, <laughs> maybe a few, but not many. Um, so yeah, but my next track I've got up is one from Awesome Tapes in Africa, who you played a couple of weeks back with Atakak. Um, this is a the I think their latest or maybe the one before that record. Uh, this is Abinyana Diop. <laughs> Thank you. 
So those are the sounds of uh, Abby Nyana Diop, and uh, I'm going to spell that out just because I know my pronunciation is so utterly terrible. It's A-B-Y space N-G-A-N-A space D-I-O-P. It's released on Awesome Tapes from Africa. The album is called Lital, and the track is called... Shall you give it a go? Uh, go on, it's that one. Dioili uh, Dioili. Dioili? I don't think that's what it is, but... Dio... Dioilio. <laughs> I think that's right. Di Dai Dauli. There we go. I think it's Dauli. Dauli. Okay. We'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> in English, it means take it. So, uh, and okay, well, that's easily so, describable. Uh, ultimately, the song just went take it, take it, take it, take it. If you want to take it, take it. Which is great. It's a riot soundtrack there. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's a yeah, wonderful record. Very strange. And uh, it's. I think that would go into the grower category. Oh, I've always got a lot of time for Awesome Tapes from Africa. See him DJ quite a few times as well. And yeah, lots of very good music. I wanted to, you know, I've sort of few, to play the song last one, the Ramisandra Sami Sandaran one, that like it was a song I absolutely loved that from a fan maybe a year ago, that if we would have been doing the podcast at the time, it would have been straight on. It would have been straight on. This is another one. from I picked this up about three or so years ago. And it's an old track from the 70s called Boogeyman by Crystal Mansion. It's from the Strange Breaks and Mr. Thing compilation on uh, Barely Breaking Even Records. And it's a total gem. Basically, it's the only song the band ever did. Uh, it's essentially studio musicians. I'm guessing one of those ones where they had extra time books with someone. Yeah. Just had a free evening or something. And the, the guy like, oh, I had this idea for this song. Oh, let's, let's do it. As you get some stuff like that. I love those records. The ones which is so they. The Dragons record was um, on Ninja Tune about six or seven years ago that came out, which was um, essentially session musicians for Brian Wilson. Like while they aborted like smile sessions, they, they just <laughs> went, "Oh, we'll just knock out this album that we've got." And the record I received today, the um, the uh, Fred Wesley, I keep wanting to call him we- Weasley, <laughs> Fred Wesley Fred and West? the Horny Horns, which was essentially Fred West and the Horny Horns. Fred West and the Horny Horns. <laughs> Yeah, not such a great record, not, that one. No, um, which is essentially just um, Parliament Funkadelic musicians just knocking out an album. So, love that sort of stuff. Yeah, well, I've seen it like sort of in Gareth's sort of just bought pile over here and I'm eyeing it up wantingly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so here it is. This is Crystal Mansion Boogeyman. Soul, where you gonna go? 
Crystal Mansion and Boogeyman it's uh, one of my favourite songs that I know that you know that just doesn't seem to be just doesn't have any sort of profile the band's completely unknown it's nothing anything so we've got Mr Thing to thank you for to thank you Mr Thing to thank 
for to bring, thank you, Mr. Thing. <laughs> for bringing that to my attention. So thank you very much across the airwaves, Mr. Thing. We very much appreciate your musical digging to bring this amazing music to yeah. our ears. If not the uh, lack of repress of that album in my case, because yeah. I want it desperately. And it's Barely breaking even up. records, that needs a repress. I, I, I spoke to them directly yeah. about this and they've just said no, because no one's interested. So if you're interested... Then we can start a campaign. Yeah, exactly. You can say them. you're like, yeah, this, yeah, we want this. Yeah, because some of those tracks, when I mean, we're looking for just like food stamps on single, just, just nothing. Find it. Just couldn't find anything. Yeah, absolutely amazing. The, all those compilations are great. One, two, and three. Um, presumably, there's a fourth in the works. Um, I've only got this one. I've got one. That that one, uh, the bo- boogeyman is from one. Okay. Yeah, that's the only one I've got. I don't have one or two. I only have three. Well, I'm going to get two and three. Ah, two, I think, is quite rare as well now. I think three is it's relatively new, so it should still be quite easy to find. Oh, cool. So, yeah, so go find that. Um, in t- talking of uh, record labels where their records are quite hard to find, I've got one from the always, always weird Trunk Records. Um used to be like my favourite label, like no questions asked. Now I don't think I have a favourite label, no questions asked, but um, you know, but they always have a very, uh, they have, you know, they put out a lot of very odd, weird stuff, a lot of jazz and a lot of... St- a lot strange, of music and... Yeah, lively music, just strange and unusual sounds and this one definitely falls into that category. It's by a artist called Bruce Lacey. Um, if you're not aware, Bruce Lacey... He, just a a very strange man um still working i believe definitely still alive um there's a lot of video art he was in a like taking his clothes off did, oh yeah so the, the memory <laughs> so i was just gonna say like a couple of weeks ago i went down to the haywood gallery here in london and they had a they had an exhibition on there and one of his videos was part of the exhibition oh. and it was him and his family and it was sort of like a um video of them doing certain acts and in those acts there was uh, his wife getting a bath and so it's like stage five wash genitals and then it went through all that and then it's just like yeah that was very strange then it came up to him in the same bath it was a really it wasn't a wasn't it was a bath but it wasn't a proper like bath like a modern bath it was like a 70s like tin bath like sort of like <laughs> chair was it tin it might be the ceramic, maybe, but it's this very strange small bath, so left nothing to the imagination. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah, but then the next the next scene was Bruce takes a bath, stage five, wash genitals, <laughs> and then yeah, and you know he did a lot of bending over, and there's a lot of sights that I find it very hard to unsee. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. This is uh, this a is... glowing review for the Hayward Gallery. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> I'm finding it hard to unsee. Yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to put this 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 on because I can't really uh, think of anything else to say. I'm just a bit traumatized. Um, so this is from uh, the Spacey Bruce Lacey. It's Volume One. It's out on Trunk now.
So that was uh, Bruce Lacey, uh, about five minutes of uh, music from Everybody's Nobody from 1960. The album is The Spacey Bruce Lacey Volume 1. It's out now on Trunk Records and as I've, I've just about recovered enough to talk about it. but um, <laughs> Massive party banger there, guys. Yeah, that was you know, it. It's, it's going off in here. Well, you know, talked about how um, the Shit and Shine record was dance music. Compared to that, probably was. <laughs> yep. But yeah, uh, no, it was. Uh... But yes, he's a very strange individual, and the record has um, quite a few like weird electronic bits. And if you're into that sort of stuff, which I definitely am, um, yes, it's well worth picking up. It's the kind of thing you just put on, you know, just while you're sort of having a lazy Sunday afternoon, yeah. reading the paper, 
put on some Bruce Lacey. Yeah, that's it, you know. Uh, it is essentially how I listen to it. It's like I'll put it on a Sunday and I'll just be pottering around the house and it'll be, this is very strange, but yeah, excellent. Cool. Well, um, next up for me is, I was going to play a track by Paradise Bangkok, Merlin International Band, uh, a band uh, like their title suggests, from Bangkok. Uh, but I've been playing them loads on Resonance and um, NTS and generally, because I've got a show coming up with them at Cafe Otto and Soundway re- released their album and it's a very good one. Um, but I thought instead of playing um, one of the tracks that I've played many times, even if not on this podcast, I play a sort of a rework that I found on Soundway's uh, SoundCloud. This is like a dub rework. Mm-hmm. Over one of their tracks, and it is by Rutical, and it's of their track Roop Law Putai. Yeah, well, I don't know if any of that means anything, doesn't mean anything to me, but anyway, uh, here it is. <laughs> Thank you. 
love that. Literally just heard that this morning and then thought I'd put it on the podcast because of I really like the Paradise Bangkok Mel International Band and I like dub. Wicked. And there it is in one handy three minute segment. Yeah, it's beautiful. Only three minutes. It seemed a lot shorter than that. I was yeah, it could be, could be two minutes. <laughs> yeah, it was excellent. Um, uh, so tell me anything. So Paradise Bangkok is a shop in in Bangkok uh, selling records and prints and stuff like that. It was run by an English guy called Chris and and uh, another guy so, and then some locals out there who were doing the shop with him. Uh, from the shop he also did Paradise Bangkok Records as well releasing some brilliant records mm-hmm. and then he and then he sort of obviously decided you know, he wanted to form a band with some whatever you know what happens met some Why friends not? out there thought getting a band sort of doing a sort of contemporary spin on traditional Thai music molem yeah um and that's so that's sort of that's I mean, what you it's, you know it doesn't sound exactly like what it sounds like. obviously that's a dub prefix yeah but you know you get the idea and he's now moved back to london or uh, he's living over here and the shop's still going strong over there run by some friends all right and you can see paradise bank up my international band playing at cafe auto on august the 2nd yeah and um i've definitely got quite a bit of uh cool stuff like around the house um, in the sort of collection of dub goodness that you've got around it yeah I'm just trying to think what RJM is um, yeah I've got something by Riscoll as well I think he did a record yeah. with Solar Banton as well yeah no. yeah everyone has done a record with Solar Banton uh, but <laughs> yeah no excellent stuff I... if you're enjoying this podcast um, if you want to hear me and Gareth at our silliest you can look back on the old ones for our Solo Banton Bantoon special where we played nothing but yes. Solo Banton for about 45 minutes yeah that uh, was that was special I don't know how much we drank when we did that but it was yeah very funny it was all in a good cause though because he had very few had fa- he had hardly any Facebook fans nine. that was it it was something really pitifully low like nine I think he maybe just made it or something you know anyway and he's being one of the best uh reggae MCs in the country he deserved yeah. more especially at that time so that was what about three years ago yeah and he was yeah he d- just done he done so much loads of great Jatari um, Jatari records the ones with Maffy so like yeah. no also that Put It Back EP as well oh yeah is that what it's called uh, no it's Kung Fu Master ma- uh, Music Addict that's the one so I think we're just like just reeling all, off the track list all of the track list for that one <laughs> But yeah, so no, so if you don't know Sailor Banton, yeah, go back and check that out on Mixcloud, or you could just go and find his stuff. Um, yeah, we would recommend No, uh, and Put It Back, and Dance All Nice Again, Kung, and Kung Fu Master. Kung Fu Master. Oh, he's wonderful. Um, um, I was thinking, I've been talking to some friends recently, and um, people have been listening to the podcast, like on Mixcloud or something. And some people don't seem to know how easy it is to get this to listen to this here podcast on iTunes. You on your just, phone. You can just search for independent music podcast. It's right there. And then one click subscribe. And then this podcast goes to your inbox every Monday morning. And it's right there. That's the way to do it, I think. Yeah, that sounds very easy. I use a different app. But um, yes, iTunes. If you've got an iPhone or if you don't have an iPhone, it's just as easy on either. Yeah, exactly. So just do Pocket it. Casts, Acast, Mixcloud, iTunes, all of that. All the places yeah. for you to get this here good music. Yeah. One more track from me. Um, this is a... Uh, record that I've wanted for many many years it's a track that I've put on plenty of mixes and stuff in the past and only managed to get on vinyl relatively recently it's from the soundtrack one of the best um, soundtracks of all time I'm going to say that at the start it's um, Hum Kissy Kum Naheen which is a Bollywood film by Nasir Hussain uh, the music is by Rahul Dev Berman more commonly known as R.D. Berman uh, one of the greats of Indian cinema music, mm. and this is this this is um I don't know whether to explain the track 
before playing it, but... Explain it afterwards, maybe. I'll explain it afterwards. Uh, this is called Chand Meridil. <laughs> Some black exploitation Bollywood. Yeah, so that was it. It was clearly in, in, inspired by black exploitation films and soundtracks of the same time. Um, yeah, Adi Berman, Chand Meridil from the soundtrack, Hum Kissy Kum Naheen, which I, I think this, <laughs> I think this week I've only chosen things that I can't pronounce. Yeah, um, my friend, I had a weekly show on Residence FM, and I had the day off yesterday, so I had a friend, uh, Grace, cover, and just she speaks like Spanish a bit and all that, and like her pronunciation for everything was just perfect. And it just just reminded me how terrible we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's about the music. It's not about pronouncing. Love yeah. the music. If, if we only love things that we <laughs> can, can pronounce, pronounce we're then you get, yeah, you get loads of English music. 
It has a completely different taste, I think, <laughs> as well, because I've got loads of stuff I can't pronounce. And I think we might, I think we're gonna, me and Gaz are going to get together, we're going to do an edit of that track, just sort of, just take the first minute, repeat it over five times, I'm going to press it on a dub plate. Only five times? How how many, how many, much can you fit on one dub plate? What, about 15 minutes? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. There you Could go, do. done. F- 15 times over. Yeah. I'm not sure it's strictly speaking necessary, but you never know, I mean, you can't have too much of that, huh? I guess. Locked groove. <laughs> I'm going to. Um, one of my favourite labels is Sofrito. Um, I'm not sure I've played anything on the podcast yet from them recently, but it's a London based label, sort of London and Paris, run by two guys, and it releases sort of tropical, Latin, um, African dance tunes, edits, uh, edits of that, and stuff like that. No, that sounds like this kind of stuff that we're into. <laughs> exactly. Well, they can't pronounce it. Yeah. Actually, I can pronounce this one. And so I pretty much, it's one of these labels, you know, when you love a label, you just buy everything they release. Yeah. And, you know, of course, not not everything's good, but most of it's great. And this was one I bought it, and I was just like, I didn't know what to make of it. It was just such a weird song. It's like, how the hell? Because a lot of their stuff is pretty dancey, you know. It's like, where the hell can I DJ this? <laughs> and I, I have, like, taken a plunge and DJ with it a couple of times, and it does work, just about. Yeah. It's damn weird. Is it in the Maddie Maddie Cry Papa San? <laughs> it's not Mixer? Maddie Maddie Cry, which doesn't it shouldn't work anywhere unless it's tapes DJ and Corsica Studios. Even though, to be honest, he, he probably had, he only had to play one minute of that and then he could have, it would have been great, but he just like all five minutes what? when every minute of it, I was like, oh man, tape, stop it now. So, uh, it, was, it was weird because that experience was fantastic just seeing people try desperately to dance because he'd been absolutely smashing it up until that point. <laughs> And everyone still really wanted to dance, but it was just so impossible to dance when a guy's just crying. If this song, you, you haven't heard this, you don't know this song because of you probably haven't heard it. It's Maddie Cry, Maddie Maddie Cry by Papa San. And it is a very strange uh, reggae tune of him sort of crying. <laughs> I think. Anyway, you have to check it out. Or, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll post it on the Facebook for the Independent Music Podcast so yeah. you can find out for yourself because it's something. It's, it's something that needs to be heard. Um, yeah, so on that point... Um, if you want more from the Independent Music Podcast, independentmusicpodcast.net, or you can find us iTunes, Mixcloud, Facebook, usual places. Me and Anthony are both on Twitter, um, yeah, and on Instagram and on everything. So, yeah, we're around. If you if you want to get in touch, please do through any of those channels. We're going to close on a track. It's, I say, it's Jungle Magic, this one. It's Benis Clettin, and it's Sofrito Sounds. It's weird and wonderful, dancey goodness. Bye! Jungle magic, 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 jungle magic.
This is like a dub rework mm-hmm. over one of their tracks, and it is by Johnny. Oh, really? Eros Child. <laughs> really? Eros. Eros Child's a normal thing. He's doing dub. 